I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero. I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to show for those with multitude of interests and desire to unleash their superhero. We value all here. We empower all. As always, we have variety of topic to discuss today, including review of show, book, things we're curious about and nerding out on. You know, stuff like that. And we're going to inspire and empower you. So, you know, let's rock it. So what did you think of that? Let's rock it. Was it uh, sexy enough for you? I thought it was sexy until you reverted at the end to your normal accent. Oh, I was thinking like, yeah, let's rock it. So I should have said like, cool. let's rock it. Indeed. Let, let's rock it. Go for it. Let's, we do entire show with Russian accent. <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I'm just going to keep going and it's going to be fun. And any Russians listening, if there were any Russians listening, are going to go, that was a what terrible the hell accent. are they talking about? That sounds nothing like Russian. <laughs> Horrible accent. What are you doing? <laughs> Awful. Hey, you know, I got to keep practicing so that I can get to the point where people cannot tell whether or not I really truly am Russian or something else because I love accents. They're so much you gotta, fun. Got to have goals, man. Got to keep practicing, man. Got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Influence, welcome back, man. It's been a couple of Thanks. few weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been fun listening to other hosts, uh, other guests for a while. Nice. I enjoyed I enjoyed the last two episodes quite quite a Thank lot. You. So Thank yeah. you. As people are are saying now, it's been a minute. Although uh, that's a little that's old now because that's been at least a year that it became mainstream. You know, people say like it's been a while. They say now it's been a minute. And that no. became man mean the mainstream. That became ah, I like that. Mainstream that, that became mainstream. Became mainstream. <laughs> it <would> be hey, <laughs> it's yeah. raining man. Um, <laughs> it yeah, became mainstream no. a year ago, so it's a year old now, which means it's it's passe, man. It's over. And I haven't heard it yet until now. So as usual, I'm about five to ten years behind on most. Uh, pop culture things so part yeah. of that okay part of that has to do with where you live i am convinced no that, no no seriously <laughs> things well of course i know that part of the media you know brings it together but no seriously things start on the coasts and they work their way inward they do but uh the middle of the country is not anything even sort of close to as behind as uh, people like to say they are well then how uh, can you haven't for, heard it for fun is because it- i'm me okay i'm me <laughs> I don't immerse myself in social media or That's other, true. you know, millennial stuff. You know, it's I just not even don't. Just millennial, don't man. It doesn't wash over me. Do you remember Isaiah Thomas, the original Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, of course. From the Detroit Pistons. Zeke. He's one of the dudes Zeke. that said it first. Oh, really? He's older, man. So it's it's not a generational thing. It ain't millennial Zeke. thing. It's it's a you know I think it started in the sports arena and then kind of went out from there. I I really don't know. You know, I always wonder because for whatever reason, that's something I nerd out about is. How do phrases start? Who starts them? And then how do they actually get spread around? Because, you know, what does it even mean? Like, it's been a minute. Like, it's been a while. Well, you know, who came up with that? Who started saying that? Why did they start saying it? And how did it catch on? Like, for whatever reason, that's just so yeah. fascinating to me. And I would love oh, totally. to know how that stuff works. Maybe I, that's I something we have to figure my, out. I've told you about how my wife and I are trying to get people to say oak instead of okay. Yeah. We've been doing it for a while. Uh, we do it to all our family and friends. We, if we, whenever we're supposed to say, okay, you know, meet us at the restaurant at eight 30. Oak. What if you just said Oak? <laughs> like, cause I, it seems like it's a lot of effort to be like, Oak, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like just say Oak because, because it's more fun to uh, say. Okay. That. Okay. No, that's, that's no, uh, no. This oak. is there you go. Okay, that's the mission. Um, Say oak. Well, I'm going to bring back righteous because that's that's been a, it's so old now that it's time to bring that back. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean that what was that 90s or well, I 80s, think that dude. started like way back, probably the 50s first. 
Maybe. And then kind of came back in the eighties. So yeah, we're due for it now, man. Righteous. Except that's you gotta a be righteous like, goal. That's right. It was a Bill and Ted thing. Righteous. You know, that kind of, mm-hmm. or most non-triumphant. Oh my most gosh. non-triumphant dude. Hey, speaking of blast from the past, you know, I always share new music. What if we were to start doing new music and uh, just throw out a favorite throwback song and people are like, oh yeah, I haven't heard that song in, you know, however many years and I need yeah. to listen to that again. So what do you think, man? What You're good. You've got some good, you know, knowledge of music. What's your throwback song of the week? Too Shy by Kaja Gugu. Oh man. Because <laughs> I love that song and I love saying Kaja Gugu. And I don't even know how to spell it, but I think I might've gotten it right. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's awesome. spelled like it sounds. Kaja Gugu. You're too yeah. shy. Hush, hush. I, so I can't sing. I do. Uh, you don't want me to sing. No, you can't. No, no, no. <laughs> Clearly. You remember uh, Betty Davis' eyes? The, yeah. the song Betty Davis' eyes? She's got Betty oh, Davis' yeah. eyes. Well, we were going to do He's Got Admiral Akbar eyes. Yes. Um, you know, yeah, we were going to do like a Star Wars version. And we were trying to think of random songs that are really popular over the decades that you could basically turn into some kind of a Star Wars themed song. Just as a joke. Oh, it, just pick a song and, I, and we yeah. could come up with something. Get started. All right. Kajagoogoo Too Shy from the 80s. There's your throwback song of the week. Now, you know I'm a huge fan of Dido. And yeah. she finally came out with her full album. It's so weird because 2013 was the last time she came up with something. And I mean, she started, I think it was 99 was her first album. And, you know, the, the song that was constantly played on the radio was that I want to thank you, you know, I yes. want to thank. And I, that was actually one of my least favorite. <laughs> I think it was my least favorite song on the entire album. And that was the only one they played. If you yeah, listen to the album, I hate when that happens, oh, I'm like the rest of the album is glorious. And that song was kind of annoying, actually. And then she came out with her, I think it was no rent album. And that's when white flag came out that, oh, that was a beautiful song. So many other good songs on there. And for those of you Smallville fans, as we Ooh. do have Smallville fans that listen to this show, I there was a song in, I believe it was the first season, the girl that would like eat the fat, basically. You remember that? No, I've seen season one probably three times in my life, and I don't remember that detail. I think Sorry. it was called Crave or <laughs> Craving, maybe. I think that was the name. Of it. It's been a long time since I've seen the show, but I think it was, yeah. I think it was called that, Crave or Craving or something like that. Anyway, but she basically was would go crazy and she would basically consume people's fat because that's the only way that she could survive. I think that's what it was. But there was a song Yikes. by Dido in there called Slide. So if you go listen okay. to that song Slide, you'll be like, oh, yeah, totally. That's that song from that show, from that episode. Talk about throwback. Watch Smallville over again if you ever get a chance. Uh, really? I'm going to eventually. It's such a good show. It the is. Best, it's so much better than Lois and Clark or oh, any was- other any other Superman <laughs> Lois and Clark was just fun cheese though but you're right it was better oh it was awesome yeah Smallville was wonderful I, you know I only saw it once and I kind of watched it growing up around that age I think I was a little older than they were I think I was in college or right out of college when it came out and they were supposed to be high yeah. school so watching that you know sort of along that line it was like you know you grew up with it and I think going back now anybody that hasn't grown up with that show I think it would be a little dated but it was such yeah. a great show. Such a great show. But going back to Dido, brand new album. Finally, I thought she was actually done. And wow, dude. Wow. That's all I got to say. It's there's some good stuff on there. You know, if you don't like Dido, fine. I'm a huge fan. I love her voice. <laughs> it's soothing. It's her voice is extremely well-trained. The song that I'm particularly a fan of right now is a song, Take You Home. And the album is still on my mind, brand new, but I don't know. There's something about it. And I was listening to it when it was raining too. So I was like, Oh, this is perfect. It's a rain song. (laughs) And again, Dido is not a extinct bird. (laughs) She is. She is a British national. Uh, Yeah. She's she's UK. Who's been singing, who's been singing uh, good songs for a couple decades now. So, and again, don't listen to the stuff that's been on the radio. Go like dig into her albums. That's where the good stuff is. It's funny. So, you know, you, you say Oak instead of okay. So instead of saying the UK, we could say Ook or Uke. The Uke. The Uke. Yeah. Are you guys, yeah, that, would you be offended that by that? That doesn't come up in conversation as often. Well, are you kidding? We've got listeners in the Uke. <laughs> do we? We do. And then if That's I say awesome. instead of Canada, we could say in the can. So we've got our, all of our favorite, fa- we've got some great friends up in the can. 
I like the Ada. Oh, the Ada. Up in the yeah, Ada. Up, up in the Ada. Ada. Yeah, the Northern Americans, isn't that what we call them? Up in them? the hat. <laughs> we need to come up with a, a, a term for us then. The USA. That's, I mean, that's... Eh. Uh, we're Canada's underpants. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah, let's just be honest, all right? Canada's not our hat. We're wait, their wait. underpants. So the, and we're their very dirty, need-to-be-washed, decades-ago, smelly, awful underpants that's, that's what that's what are incredibly disturbing yeah. and now i'm gonna go wash my mouth out and throw up real quick yeah dude you're like captain underpants then instead of captain influence <laughs> captain underpants <laughs> okay so there you go there's a new dido song you remember of course you remember that remember when we did this remember remember the <laughs> i just finally saw the member oh berry stuff oh. yeah remember, remember my, yeah my on, south, on south park everyone on yeah. south park that was that was a remember? yeah I remember for whatever reason, that was the funniest part of the episode with the member berries. Other than that, the rest of the episode, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even you remember. Don't remember the episode? Remember? No, I don't. Remember? remember? Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, we're getting a little too random now. Remember, let's, let's, remember let's, Grimes? let's pull things back together. So the song, we appreciate power by Grimes. That's what I was saying. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Of course you remember that song. The girl that sings with Grimes on We Appreciate Power, her name is Hannah. And that's all caps. Huh. H-A-N-A. Hana. Hannah. Hannah. Whatever. Heinous. I didn't notice that she had a co-singer with that on that song. Listen closer. There's a part where you can I definitely tell it's not her. But anyway, she huh. has some solo stuff. This Hannah, 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 whatever. And two songs that I particularly like. A little different, though. Underwater and Chimera. Two very cool songs. Interesting, though. I like her stuff. It's interesting. But I wanted to throw okay. that out there, too, as just a, hey, you know, this person sang with Grimes and... You know, I like to find solo music sometimes. Well, so. I I want to throw one thing out there music-wise. Uh, today, I've been listening to an old, or not really an old, I guess, a, a punk band called The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets. They're a Canadian punk band, and they sing about kind of a nerdy punk band. So I've been listening to a lot of them today. The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets. That's a very yeah. like long name, I guess. We should it's an say. interesting name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The they got some timeline. Okay. It's not a hardcore punk band. They're just a fun punk band. So yeah. Okay. Throwing it in. I appreciate that. Yeah. Just not throw it out there. Something yeah. new. You know, it's fun to talk music. There are some people I know that just don't listen to music and that is cool. And then there are those of us who like music is life and without music, there is no life. And with, what was the uh, quote without, there's no life without water and without water, there's no coffee and without coffee, I'll kill you all. <laughs> something like that. I don't remember that one. <laughs> it's one of those memes. But anyway, yeah. So I'm going to say there's no life without music. So there, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I just got to say, dude. So get this the other day, Sarah and I are chilling. We're having a good time. And all of a sudden copter Carl flies over the house. BS. No, I'm serious. All of a sudden uh, I hear this God. like, Oh no. Just hovered out so there long. for a few minutes, scared the crap out of us though. And then he actually took off pretty quickly, but he was there and I was like, where now? Well, yeah, we haven't heard from him. He never threw back the gauntlet at Lord Thunder. So maybe he's scared and he didn't hover very long. So maybe he's scared. He's scared. Well, who wouldn't be scared after they listened to that? Who wouldn't be scared of Lord Thunder? That's recording true. of Lord Thunder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably scared the pants off of him. I don't know, but I just, I, I saw him. I heard him. And I don't know when we're going to hear from him again. Hopefully not today, but hey, we'll see what happens. So. <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone is listening going, oh my God. Oh my no, God. please don't, don't let him come on the show again. Well, I don't know. I've, I've got everything shut off so he can't get in. So March Madness is in full swing. First round right now. Um, second ah, round, yes. I think tomorrow already, which is crazy. But this is weird. They're mashing it up this year. For whatever reason, I remember it being a four-week process last year where the first round, you know, they had the selection Sunday. Then the first round was one week. Then the second round was the next week. Then it was the the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. And then it was the Final Four and then the championship. So I felt like it was a four-week process. And this year, they've condensed the first and the second rounds into four days, which I don't remember that. Back-to-back four days, which seems crazy to me. And then... I don't know. I'm I'm kind of confused on how they're doing it, but it seems like they've mashed it up this year. Well, you would know better than anyone. I mean, well, not necessarily. You, you, huh? I wonder if they've 
sped up the timeline this year. Who knows? It's, Someone knows. It's late, too, because, I mean, here we are. It's March 22nd, you know, and the first and second rounds are, are going. And last year it started I, early March. So I'm pretty sure it's just like how I felt about it. It feels like March Madness was just like two weeks ago, last year's. Time flies. To me, because I'm getting old. I think you're just getting old, Brian. No, no, but I think I mean, it just feels like it's mashed together. No, but it is though. I, I, I swear it. Is. Okay, well, somebody who knows mm. March Madness better than me, somebody confirm or deny if this is a shorter year this year. It's more of a mashed March Madness instead of a. We'll just see. We'll just see. I don't know. Even though we're completely capable of googling this uh, to get the exact data on whether it's shorter or not, we'd rather have one of you do it. Oh, I- <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say we'd rather hear from you because then it's not just us, you know, being the only, but then you're like, we'd rather have you do it. <laughs> yep. That's true. We don't want to do any work. We're lazy. Can you just do it for us? No, really though. I actually I mean, do want to hear from we're you. We're doing enough. We, yeah, that's true. That's true. Did you wear green Sunday? Was I supposed to? Uh, St. Patrick's day. Oh, again, like I said last year, I'm Irish. I'm half Irish <laughs> Been verified with, uh, you know, genetic test and everything, but I do not at all acknowledge St. Patrick's day, nor do I care this year. No one even mentioned it to me. Mm. So you didn't get pitched. It, was, it just totally, no, my wife didn't say anything. Neither of us acknowledged the holiday. We didn't hear any friends say anything about it until just now. Wow. So yeah. So the answer is lame, no. lame, man. And I have nothing against it. It's yeah. not, that's not me being pretentious or anything like that. I just, I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Apathy. Oh, Captain Apathy. You know, you That's suck, my new man. Name. You, no, no, you're not going to go there, man. <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> see, I remember you telling me that one of the things you loved about this show is that it kind of, it, it pushed you and inspired you to get beyond that. No, it does. Yeah. But who cares about St. Patrick's that, Day, but just in that's, general. That's the apathy coming out. Is oh. that's, I'm just explaining why I, I didn't engage in St. Patrick's Day. Well, corned beef and cabbage was fun. And all the other fun fixings that go along with it. Which I still haven't had. Oh, you got to try it, man. That's like <laughs> my, whole, f- my whole mom's side of the family. Every year they have it at some, <laughs> at some relative's house. They have corned beef and cabbage. But when I, all, all the years when I was growing up, no one ever fed me that. So, you know, we, then, didn't, we didn't eat it until I was an adult, too, for whatever reason. That's just, that's just weird, though. Why do they all eat it now? I'm never involved. Of course, I'm not there during St. Patrick's Day. That's probably why. It's just one of those weird cultural phenomenon that I've just never sat in front of. You know what I mean? Is it a new tradition that they just, you know, like, what? oh, this is Maybe. cool. Maybe we'll do this. I don't know. I, I just heard about it last year. So. Well, there you go. It's good, yeah. man. It's really good if you Gosh. ever get a chance. Captain Apathy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole point uh, is to go out and be curious and nerd out on new things and be like, oh. I've never had corned beef and cabbage. I have to try it. You may or may not like it, but you never know. Oh, no. I guarantee I'd like it. Yeah. Well, there you go then. Yeah. You've got to try it. It's I need to fun. make some. Okay. Here's another thing you've got to try. Here's another thing. So I was at a local coffee shop doing a little work and they had this, I don't even remember what it was called, but I thought that looks interesting. And so I've nicknamed it sunshine in a cup because that's pretty much what it tastes like. Oh Wait, yeah. So it is uh Did you pee in a cup again, Brian? No, that would be different. This is sunshine. Sun anyway. Well, I mean yellow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's turmeric, which makes the yellow, mixed with of course other spices that go along with turmeric in hemp I, milk. I hate that name. Hemp milk. What? Okay, so you don't like turmeric? turmeric? Oh, I hate the name turmeric. It's it's awful. It's, it just does not come off the tongue well. Well, some people say turmeric and some people say turmeric. Turmeric sounds like a tumor. Exactly. I won't turmeric, say that. Turmeric just sounds, it's just an ugly word. I'm sorry. They're all ugly words. Every one of them are. Turmeric sounds like. Cinnamon is not an ugly word. No, I'm saying any of the turmeric words are weird, but that's okay. Anyway, okay. so yeah. it's that mixed with a lot of spices <laughs> that go along with that word. I'm not going to say it then. <laughs> In hemp milk, which I love hemp milk, by the way, to me, that's the closest to cream that you can get with an alternative milk. That's so weird. It's a very flavorful milk. It's very rich, very creamy. Really good, though. And then, How um, do they make hemp milk? 
they take the little hemp seeds and they put them yeah. in between their forefingers and their thumbs and they squeeze them until they milk all the stuff out of it. It takes a, no. it's a very laborious process, <laughs> but it's, you Do know, they just, is it just ground up hemp seeds in, in milk? Do you yeah. get high, dude? Yeah, dude. Like, no, this is like from the, uh, the CBD. I don't even know if it's CBD or not. I don't think it's just from the hemp plant. It's not yeah, from the, yeah. you know, the hallucinogenic no, side of it. It doesn't have cannabinoids that I'm sure. No, but no, no, no. It just weirds me out that they, that, of all the milk substitutes, hemp milk is the closest to cream. That's just weird. It is because like flax milk tastes good, but I think it's got kind of an oaty flavor. And then at the, then there's actual oat milk, which I think is also good. But to me, I'm not a big fan of almond milk. And then there's coconut milk, which can be a little rich for me. But for whatever reason, hemp milk is just, I mean, not, every, you know, everybody likes huh. different things. I just, I like it. But anyway, okay. Cool. So you've got that. And then you put a little teeny bit of honey in there, barely any, just enough to put like a, a round sweetness to it, but not sweet, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is called golden milk, but I call it sunshine in a cup because it was a little special way that this coffee shop did it. Everything was fresh. They made it from scratch. Wow. Really, really, really good and very healthy for you. So there you go. Sunshine in a cup, people. Go cool. get yourself one. Try it out. It's not pee in a cup. Nope. It just sounds like it. Nope. It's not a, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, random drug test. It is an actual sunshine in a cup, <laughs> the golden milks, but see some of those, you can buy them in the store and they're going to have a bunch of other things in them and they're going to have stevia in them and they're going to have sugar in them. You know, eh, just a teeny bit of honey. That's all you need. Okay. I still will to this day debate that vegan vegans can eat honey. I just do not because it's not an animal yeah. product. It is an animal byproduct and they won't eat animals. And, uh, but why wouldn't an you eat an animal byproduct? And this is like, yeah. the, this is their cycle. They have to do it or else yeah. they die. So why wouldn't you? Anyway, but I don't yeah, want to get into that debate. I just, I think it's funny that vegans won't eat honey. And I'm like, I, I don't see that. I, I get the rest of their argument, but I don't get that one. Sure. I never have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, I know even, even Sarah at one point was vegan and she's not anymore. She's more veggie for the most part. She'll eat fish and eggs once in a while, but. Yeah, I've talked to some other vegans about it. And I just to this, I mean, they they tell me their reasons, and I just like I, I still don't get it. It's just it's not yeah. legit. Learn, no, that's that's the wrong word. It's not logical to me. It could be legit, but it doesn't make sense to me. But then again, well, I, I challenge the status quo too. So I'm just one of those people. I have two things I've got to nerd out about on today. Okay, okay, bring it before we're out of time. Yes. Uh, so first of all, Netflix has a new documentary called Struggle. And it's about an artist named Stanislaw Zhukalski. It's a documentary that's produced by Leonardo DiCaprio and his father, George DiCaprio. Is he and Russian? Act- no. Uh, no. Okay. Stanislaw is Polish. Oh. Uh, he was Polish. Okay. Yeah, okay, he was cool. a Polish national. That makes more sense. Uh, he was born in 1893. Uh, he died in 1987. He was a sculptor and a prolific artist of many different mediums. The coolest thing about this documentary was that it's not just another documentary about just another artist or even just another good artist. It's a documentary about a straight up genius hmm. uh, of the of what I would call a savant variety. I mean, he was he was constantly thinking about stuff and he couldn't not be thinking and expressing himself. Hmm. So he was a little off, uh, you know, personality wise. But he was clearly if you watch the documentary, he was clearly a certified genius like hardcore, super high IQ genius. Wow. And it's just, it was a fascinating documentary. Cool. He has really unique art, very epic and detailed art. He was a sculptor. His sculptures were just, you, you just have to see them to believe them. Sure. It's just one of those documentaries where you have to, just, you have to watch it to really understand why I'm nerding out about it. So yeah, that's the first thing. It's on my the list, second, by the way, on Netflix. So yeah, yeah. We will watch I recommend it. it to anybody, even if you're cool. not necessarily an art fan. It's just such a fascinating documentary about a, a very unique individual. The next thing I wanted to nerd out about is something we've t- talked about in the past is, is the Mortal Engines novels. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of the fourth book. There are five books. I'm in, I'm, actually, I'm almost done with the fourth book. And I, cannot, I could not be happier with those books. It's just such an epic adventure. It's written like it could be directly turned into a screenplay. Every book is. And honestly, the movie just does not do the books justice. The movie, yeah, I mean, yeah. to be fair to Peter Jackson and his, and his crew, they and his director, they got the gist of the first book fairly well down. Some of the details, they, they went off somewhere weird. I don't know why. But they got the gist of the book. So if you, ever, if you see the movie, that's roughly what the first book's about. 
But okay, but you said it was off finished. a little still, and they didn't do the whole steampunk thing as well as they could have. Yeah, like as my like I said before, the big my biggest issue with the movie was just that the the costume design essentially. I didn't yeah. think that I thought that the the people doing the costume design in that movie were clearly not fans of the book. That's so uh, weird. It's, it's it's super obvious. Yeah. So to which they may take offense. Who knows? But the the rest of the books, if you like fantastic epic adventure novels. There are five really good books waiting for you in the Mortal Engine series. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Those are the two things I've been nerding about for the last few weeks that I've been looking forward to sharing with you. So Sweet. And I yeah. know you've recommended I read them. And, of course, I'm a very slow reader. But, you know, I do love good novels that I can get into. So that sounds good. And there's a new Travis Bagwell Awaken Online book that's out now. Ah, yes. Which is great. I think it's book five or six now, right? Six or seven. Uh, if you count the side quest books, uh, it's true. It's up there. Yeah, that's, that's maybe awesome. maybe number six. You know, the one thing I'm worried about, though, is he's writing them so quickly. Does that mean they're going to be pushed out and not very good? Or does that mean he's just on a major role? Who knows? Hmm. We should ask him. We should. Well, and <laughs> by the way, let me just say something really quickly. I have been, by the way, thanks for sharing that stuff. That is, that's good. I want to know about, I'm going to look into those books now. I'll Please check do. it out. So you will not be disappointed. You've been asking me, you know, where are the interviews and other people have been asking me to, and believe me, I am currently working on them with everything that's happened, you know, with the two grandparents passing away and all the other things I've mentioned on the show, it has been so hard to move forward with this show. I mean, granted, now we have a glorious team that's forming and, you know, oh thanks to the help of kryptonite and scarlet synapse, I am moving forward. Like I'm actually finally getting some major headway. It's all behind the scenes stuff, which is, you know, you're not seeing it yet, but you will. And I've contacted, I've reached out to people. I have a list of people that I'm ready to talk to, but here's the thing, dude. So there's been, it's how does long has it been now? Like eight, eight and a half weeks or something like that. Since the original something, I don't know, something like that where the, eventually the original water loss happened in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Well with, you know, dealing with insurance and all the little logistics and everything like that, we finally started the demolition of everything last week. And so now we're in that building phase, but that's like a four to six week building phase based on, okay, here's this cabinet. Okay. Well now the cabinets have to get built because they don't just stock them, you know? Well, I mean, if you get cheap ones, yes, but we're not doing it. You know, we want them to last. So cabinets have to get built to, to size and everything. And then they put them, you know, so there's just so many little pieces that all have to get taken care of and then everything has to get measured and put the size and everything. So it's a four to six week process, which means it's loud in the studio. And as it is, we've been trying to work around things just to be able to get these shows. I have no idea how next week's and the following weeks are going to get recorded yet because <laughs> it's going to be loud. So I'm not sure, but we'll figure it out. I just haven't been able to schedule with anyone because I'm going, I don't even know what to tell you. Cause I may say, Hey, let's, you know, let's schedule for this day at this time. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I can't do that now because they got to get in and do the work. So, so in other words, you're waiting for the dust to settle literally, literally. Yep. So it's just <laughs> a, and I, you know, you just before you and I got on, I'm like, nothing has been simple for me in 2019 at all. Mm -hmm. What should be. So I just want you all to know that things are coming along and we are doing it. It's in process. I'm in the process. I'm talking with people. I'm trying to schedule some stuff. It's just been logistically impossible to, you know, launch all the interviews and everything else. But that's also, so, well, I'll tell you this irony first too. I've actually been getting more requests for hosting shows and voiceovers than I have more requests, by the way, in the last few weeks than I have in, you know, well over a year. And they all want to do it within these next four weeks. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's really good news. Thank you. I just can't schedule them. <laughs> just like you'll. They're like, we, we need to get all these done in the next three weeks. And I'm going, uh, yeah, we're going to figure this out. They want to do multiple shows in three weeks. And I mean, I just, I don't have the flexibility right now. So it's an amazing thing that they're contacting me. It's unfortunate timing, which yeah. is too bad because I want to make it work for them, but there are limitations. So it is what it is. It's one of those things, but on the upside, nerding out dude a little bit, this has actually been kind of fun, uh, you know, picking things out. You know, of course, it's not been a fun process. It's not something we chose to do, timing or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, going around and, you know, picking out cabinets and countertops and flooring and all those little things, it's like, this is actually kind of fun to do. So yeah. I don't know if anyone else has done it. I know people who choose to remodel their kitchens, you know, and they have a great time doing it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. 
what's really interesting to me is that I've, you know, I've seen your kitchen. I've yeah. seen your studio. I've seen your, your place. Yeah. Great place. Your studio's just too big to describe. Your kitchen, <laughs> though, your kitchen is actually really small. It is. So why does it take anyone four to six weeks to renovate even well a kitchen that is like 30 square feet? Like I said, it's all about the <laughs> process of we want these cabinets. Okay, now we have to build them because they're not stock size. You know, these, were, know. these places were built in the 70s. So part of it is they have to build them. You know, and, and they have to get the wood and they, you know, I don't know all the process that goes into this, but putting together a cabinet is, is a lot of work to make it look nice and get everything right. And then they install it and same okay. with the floor. They have to, you know, measure it out, cut it. I think the floor is actually going to be the easy part. We picked out our countertop, same kind of thing. Like that's probably a pretty easy part. They got to cut it, you know, and make the size and everything. But there's a lot of process here because, you know, we have to, uh, it's an original sink and they pretty much said, if you're going to do all this, just get a new sink. So we're like, okay, we got to go find a new sink. Oh, we got to find new fixtures. You know, like you got to have a faucet and you, oh yeah, you got to do that. Um, you know, there's I a, can't wait to see what it looks oh, like. It's going to be beautiful. We're trying to lighten Next it up a little bit too, which is nice. Okay. And part of it again has been working with the insurance because yeah. they're covering most of a lot of, well, a lot of it, I, I, you know, they're covering the stuff that needed to be replaced. So that in and of itself has just been a process to work with them to find out how much are they covering and what are they covering and how does it work? And, you know, and it's, my dad was in insurance, so he speaks the language and it's, it's most bizarre. Let's put it that way about how, well, you know, we cover, you know, like, like this light cabinet to this light cabinet and, you know, you have to, but it was built in 1974. So what matches today? And <laughs> that's, that's, wow. what's been a lot of the process. What a pain. And so thankfully Sarah's uncle is a contractor builder. Really good, by the way, really, really good quality stuff that he's built around the community. So we just like, yeah, we're hiring you. You're going to do it, you know? And so he said, hey, you well, know, you can replace like to like, but you might as well upgrade a little and just pay a little extra because the like to like isn't, it's not going to be very nice. You know, can you plug his name on the show in case any listeners have a renovation project coming up? Well, he's local. So if anybody's in Colorado, contact me. Okay. He's not going to probably do stuff out, out of state. So That's yeah, fair. if you're looking for a place in Colorado, if you're looking for a nice home to be built, some stuff like that, let me know because yeah, he's, he's the dude he is told. And honestly, everyone he works with all the contractors and everything, we've always had nothing but incredible experiences with them. You know, even if it's just like, here's the plumber I use. Okay. We'll mm -hmm. use him for any plumbing needs we have. The guy's amazing. I mean, amazing. And he cool. loves his job, which is so crazy. Really nice guy, by the way. But, you know, we've worked with other plumbers and stuff. And you're like, uh, how did you get into this field? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people he works with are top notch. But, you know, people like to cut corners nowadays. Yeah. They like to get cheap. So we wanted this done right. We want it so that we don't have issues down the road. We also learned some very fascinating things. And this is that if you cut corners and go to big box stores, I'm not going to mention certain stores, but you know who you are if you're going to hardware stores. I mean, we've gone there, we've used those things, but we learned some interesting things about them that something happens. Well, you're screwed. You got to start all over again. You know, whereas if you go with certain of these little, you know, local shops, like they specialize in cabinets or they specialize in countertops, something goes wrong. They fix them. They take care of them. Okay. Good so you know. pay a little more, but it's actually not that much more expensive. We were surprised. We were thinking, you know, it's a night and day difference, but it's really not. And you basically have a guaranteed kitchen. So it's cool. And of course it being a condo that we live in, you know, we're not going high end because there's no resale value in that in a condo. If it were a nice 4,000 square foot house, that'd be a different story. But you know, being in a condo, it's like, let's get something nice that is going to have good resale that we're going to enjoy. But you know, we're not going over the top. You know, I, the one thing I did want, and I told Sarah this, I was like, if I could just get basically a solid gold countertop with diamonds inlaid all over it. I mean, that's all I really cared about. <laughs> right. That got, that got vetoed pretty quick, but um, that no. would look awesome. <laughs> just be this like not. gold. No, believe me, we're not doing that. And honestly, most of the stuff I'm like, as long as it matches and it looks nice and it lightens up the kitchen and just, you know, that to me is cool. But the one thing that I nerd out about, and you heard this on the show with Rob dog is lighting. And we are going to yes. be doing some cool lighting in the kitchen while we can. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, this yeah, is the time not? to do it. We Good have to excuse. rewire all the electricity anyway because it's not up to code because it's from the 70s. So might as well do it all, have some fun and put in some cool lights. And so I'm going to have like color washes and stuff in there. And it's not like it's expensive. It's just 
do it. Have fun. So I'm excited. Good. Now we are going to have a Captain Marvel review next next show, right? Yes. So talking Captain Marvel. Whoa, 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 hold on a second here. We're going to cut into this transmission here. This is the real Brian from the future. And this is Captain Influence from the future. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, I love this. We are transmitting through chronotons, so things might be a little distorted. I know we sound different, but that's time dilation issues. So anyway, we've actually suspended the past real Brian and past Captain Influence. They're just sitting there suspended in time while we break into this from the future because we uh, actually just saw Captain Marvel. It sucked where we paused it because my past self is like paused where his eyes are just like <laughs> he was blinking. Yeah. yeah. And it's his mouth place. is open and he looks really, really <laughs> just kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so, you could be forgiving because it's you. I'm so. just not going to look at myself. Yeah, I just don't. It's it's weird. It's mm -hmm. actually you don't want to because that creates like a major explosion in the space time continuum. So something yeah. with the chron chronoton uh, warpage. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to look fields. at yourself in the past. Although you get itchy between the legs. It's really weird. Oh well, that might don't ask me why. That. I thought that don't was a different problem, but <laughs> <laughs> we did see Captain Marvel. We're yes. gonna give you a non-spoilery review. Some of you love the non-spoiler reviews. Because it allows you to say, hey, should I go see the movie or not? Or should I watch the TV show or not? Play the game? You know, that kind of thing. And then yeah. those of you who have not seen the movie, you usually tune out and then you miss the rest of the episode. So what about doing non-spoilery reviews on Fridays and then doing like a, a separate episode that's just a review of Captain Marvel, for example, and that would release on a Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. That's it. All we do is we sit down and we completely spoil the movie, dig deep, go to town. What do you think about that? Oh, I think it's great. That'd be fine. We'd have to talk about the same stuff twice a little bit, but. That's my idea, but we want to hear from you too, because, you know, putting on an extra episode is more work, more time. It, it takes Captain Influence away from influencing others and other things that you're doing, like taking cat pictures and stuff like that. So, you know, let us know. This is very important. I'm happy to do it. So we're going to do non-spoiler reactions to Captain Marvel. I want to hear your overall thoughts. My first thought, non-spoilery thought, is that Brie Larson looks like Amy Poehler's little sister. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That's, yeah, no spoiler there. Okay, no, um, not at all. But there are, there are times when she is in a cockpit of some kind, and I'm like, is that, is that Amy Poehler? Yeah. That's my first impression. Uh, the second impression is... There is an absolutely adorable cat in this movie named Goose. That's also not a spoiler, really, I don't think. No. You know, you and I texted last night after my wife and I went to see the movie, and I really liked it for a number of simple reasons. Number one, it just felt good. It was written well. It wasn't blow you away like some of the Avengers, Avengers movies were, but it was written well, and it, it tied a lot of races and characters from previous movies like either the Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy into this movie. I thought everyone acted fine. I really liked the tie-ins. I really liked how it ended. You know, the whole thing was just a big ball of tie-in with the Avengers universe, and I really enjoyed that about it. The story didn't bug me like Wonder Woman did. So th that's my initial thoughts. Okay. Mine are almost opposite um <laughs> which is kind of funny because i do find that people are really split with this movie which is shocking and also i'm trying to figure out how people can be so split because people and, and it's not even like whether or not it's my style versus your style you know you and i talk about this all the time where it's like yeah you know sometimes we're just going hey well i didn't like that movie because it's not my thing but it, it's your thing and that's fine right yeah sure. this was different though so first of all, I think there's a lot to like about it. And I also think there's a lot to, I wouldn't say not like, but just more of like, eh. And here's the thing. Marvel's never made a bad movie, at least in my opinion, you know, with the, the current timeline and the universe that they've created with this. I think every Marvel movie has been enjoyable to one extent or another. Obviously, some movies in Marvel Universe are far better. Agreed. This one to me is... I would rate it down at the bottom, you know, not, huh. not the bottom, but in my least favorite Marvel movies. And here's why. First of all, 
there is a bit of an agenda in it. You know, my opinion on agendas, I'm not a fan of them. It's there. Let's put it that way. It's not over the top. It's certainly not cram it down your throat kind of agendas. It is more of just it's there and they want us to know about it. I'm not, just not a fan of that, you know, whatever. But that's there. That didn't actually bother me, though. What I was kind of surprised by is that there were some discontinuity issues with the Marvel Universe. There were some plot holes. And here's the thing. Were they full-on plot holes or basically did they just kind of get lazy in the writing and it's creating some issues on, oh, don't worry, that'll explain itself in Avengers Endgame or something like that. Mm. I don't know, but I, I did some research on this. I've watched and read some other reviews and basically the consensus is pretty consistent across the board that there are plot holes and some issues in there. It's not enough to bother me per se. It was just kind of like, how are they going to explain this one? Huh. And I don't know. Maybe they will. But there you were know, some I things th- in there that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. I didn't notice those plot holes because I'm not the most observant person in the world. When we go into the in-depth episode, I'm curious to hear what those plot holes are. I haven't looked them up. I sure. didn't notice them. But I'm sure fanboys or people that pay more attention to little details like that yeah. are going to understand what you're talking about. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. The fanboys knew a lot more than I did, of course, too. And that was kind of the thing that I was surprised by that some of them I didn't notice. Some of them I did. I think what surprisingly really annoyed me the most in this movie was Brie Larson's acting. Because one is she's got an Academy Award for Best Actress in that movie, The Room. She was in the movie Scott Pilgrim. From the beginning, there was something off about the acting for me. And I I was thinking to myself, What's going on here? Is like, is she directed to be this completely lifeless character that has no depth and anything like that? And yes, to an extent, she's meant to not have a lot of emotion. And there's two main reasons for that in the story. And that's fine. But I just kind of felt like she's not acting very well. I don't know why, but it kept going throughout the movie. And I'm like, Gosh, she's got to be better than this. Well, her best friend in the movie, Maria, and Maria's daughter, I thought were far better actors, like more believable. They delivered it better. I felt like I was, you know, actually getting it. And I didn't say anything. And then at the very end of the movie, the people we went with, they were all like, man, was it me or was her acting off? And I said, oh, my gosh, I wasn't the only one. And then I read some reviews and other things like that. And a lot of people said the same thing. However, other people are saying, oh, her acting was spot on. That surprises me. Because if you look back at like any Kevin Costner movie, (laughs) I think almost everyone agrees that he was not a good actor, but (laughs) the movies were fun. He was a little bit laconic, yeah. Yeah, or like Oliver Queen in Arrow. When you look at Stephen Amell, there's quite a few people that say season one, he didn't do a very good job acting. I love Arrow, but even I can agree with them that, yeah, he wasn't the best actor in season one. He got better. Things are fine. It didn't bother me, but I can agree with them. What surprises me about Captain Marvel is you've got about 50% of people saying she didn't do a very good job acting Carol Danvers and 50% saying she did great. And it's kind of like, um, how does <laughs> that even possible? Her acting didn't bother me, for example, but I can still see why you would have thought that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I never saw her in anything else. This is the first movie I've seen her in. I didn't find her acting annoying. I didn't notice it. It didn't at no point in the movie was I going, eh, she could have said that better, you know, something which happens to me. I thought she was surrounded by enough good actors, Jude Law and Samuel L. Jackson and like you said her her best friend that that supporting actress and her daughter, various other decent actors and they were doing a decent enough job that it masked any inconsistencies that she might have shown to me. It, whereas some people would think, well, you'd think that the, those really good actors would exacerbate or exaggerate her shortcomings in this film. But for whatever reason, it, it didn't come out for me. So, See, and that actually is what exacerbated and exaggerated it for me was because okay. she was surrounded by good actors that I really noticed the fact that she wasn't very good. And here's the thing. Look at Scarlett Johansson. She's a great actress. Yeah. And... First of all, she should have gotten a movie by now. I'm kind of frustrated that she hasn't. But regardless, she's great. She's believable. And in fact, I loved this. It was a really good point that kind of was a shallow character, very two-dimensional, didn't have a whole lot in the Iron Man movies. 
But then when Joss Whedon what? took over, he really Pepper developed Potts? her character in the Avenger movies. And she's wonderful. But Who? I didn't feel oh, the oh, depth. I'm sorry. You're talking about Widow. I'm sorry. Black Widow. <laughs> I thought you switched subjects for some reason. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, talking about Black Widow. With Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, I didn't feel the character. You know, for example, and, and again, no spoilers here, but she has reason to be pissed off in this story. And I never really felt the anger. She also is told that she has an issue controlling her emotions multiple times. And I don't feel like that's even at all an issue. Like she has no emotions for the most part. That's how I felt. To me, it was like, eh, I don't know, you know, eh, great. I'm glad we have a female lead, you know, superhero. That's great. But I just didn't feel like it was really, it didn't knock it out of the park. This had a potential to be an ex, just an extraordinary movie. Oh my gosh, you've got this female lead. It would be incredible. Wow. But to me, it was like, eh, you know, it was nice. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't great. And that's, that's exactly how I felt about Wonder Woman. And you felt about Wonder Woman the same way I feel about Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's just whoever you are, really. I don't know. It could have something to do with if I went and saw it tonight, I might think differently of it. Your mood when you go or, you know, I was a good mood, whatever, but your state of mind, it might, might vary from day to day how you look at a certain movie. So sure. Yeah. It's, I was uh, in a good mood too it, that night. So. I thought it was worth seeing though. So I agree. And that's the thing. There's a lot of trolls out there and it is worth seeing. I'm glad I saw it. There are people who are saying, you know, don't support Marvel. Don't vote with your dollars. I can see why they're saying that when somebody's pushing an agenda that really doesn't need to be pushed. I agree with people saying don't vote with your dollars. However, just have a lead female awesome superhero like don't tell me that that's what you're doing it's like me telling you hey captain influence i'm a funny guy you should laugh like you know, i mean either am or i'm not it's that simple i, just I don't need did. to tell you, you that you made me laugh yeah <laughs> <It worked. laughs> but here's the deal like you don't need to tell me that you're gonna have this awesome amazing empowering female lead superhero just do it they did yeah, it with aliens dude. look at ripley but Sigourney dude, Weaver was awesome. Yeah, Nobody told us Buffy. that she was this awesome female superhero lead. But, she just was. Dude, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think you're you other know, people are grossly overreacting to the agenda pushing in this movie because it was barely a tiny bit of one scene that they did that. I, I didn't notice uh, there was one little tiny bit scene where where it was like, okay, there's a bit of agenda right there. And the rest of it was just not existent. It was that one little thing and people's flipping out about it. And that's really weird to me. No, no, but you're right. That's the thing. The movie actually didn't push the agenda all that much. That's what I'm no. saying. And I said that at the very beginning. To me, it was there, but it was pretty small. And, it, and I said even at the beginning that it really didn't bother me that much. But it was all of the social media and the hype and the marketing that was going on outside of the movie. Ironically, oh, okay. you're right. The movie doesn't actually push it. It's all the other talk and crap and everything else that was going on, you know, pre, but was it, what was it the talk that the, the marketers were pushing or was it just everything around social media? It was Brie Larson for sure. Okay. I don't know if well, Marvel because of that one Twitter exchange with a troll, which, which I agree with you should not have happened. And I'm sure she would agree with you as well. I, I'm not sure of that at all, but I, I would, I would like to think she would agree with us as well. But was there more than that one exchange that people are over accounting for? there's so much going on in the internet right now. So, you know, what's really, really true. I don't know, but what she essentially was saying was about an issue with a wrinkle in time. So there's, there is some stuff where people are saying she doesn't want white males to go to see Captain Marvel. She never said that. But so for example, she said, I don't need a 40 year old white dude to tell me what didn't work about a wrinkle in time. It wasn't made for him. I want to know what it meant to <laughs> women of color, biracial women to teen women of color. Well, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but that's still offensive to me because I liked the movie. There were things about A Wrinkle in Time that bothered me. And you know what? I don't care <laughs> if that movie was made for women of color, biracial women or whatever. I loved the book. I grew up with that book and I read yeah. the book and I loved it. And so they did do things wrong in the movie because it, <clears throat> the book is so much better. Yeah. So yeah. I get though at the same time, she wants women of color, biracial women, teen women of color, et cetera. Wonderful. She should get those opinions too, but you can't discount what a 40 year old white dude wants to say about it too. Like that's not fair. Yeah. Well then yeah. she back backpedaled and said, am I saying I hate white dudes? No, of course not. 
What I'm saying is if you make a movie that is a love letter to women of color, there is an insanely low chance of women of color will have a chance to see your movie or review your movie. Actually, what? that doesn't make any sense. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that doesn't make about. sense either. No. Well, and Brie then she went on to say here. she keeps backpedaling <laughs> over and over yeah. and over. My point being, she said things <laughs> similar with Captain Marvel saying, I want, you know, more minorities and I want women to go see this movie and it's made for them. Well, okay. it's still a Marvel movie and white dudes love Marvel movies. So, you know, my, my whole comment to this is this. Yeah. I'm more than happy if you want to include everybody. That's what the real Brian show has always been about is we include people, we value people and we respect people regardless of what you look like, who you are, where you come from, what you've done. I've said that since the very beginning. But the thing that I always say here is that we never, ever, ever push someone down to raise someone up. So if I say, I want to hear what, let's just say, minority women have to say about this. I'm not going to say to a white male, well, I don't want to hear what you have to say. That's disrespectful, right? So to say that I want to hear what everybody has to say, regardless of who you are and what you look like, what color your skin tone is, I don't care. I want to hear what everybody has to say because this is a very, well, I hate the word inclusive because there's a lot of bad terminology with that, but it's a show for all. You know, we respect all, we value all, regardless. So I have a problem when people put down, you know, one people group over another, because to me, it's still bullying. It's still disrespectful. It's reverse bullying. I, I don't care. You know, so yeah, eh, whatever. She said what no. she said. That's where the hype came from. Right. And because okay. it was trying to be an agenda for powerful women, which again, great. I love powerful yeah, sure. women. We sure. said that, you know, there's so many movies I can look back on that had wonderful lead women roles that were amazing, butt kickers. So amazing. Great video review where the person was talking about Buffy from Buffy, the vampire slayer and uh -huh. saying she was like the epitome of a strong woman. She was extremely feminine and she was proud of her femininity. And yet she was extremely strong and she was a lead role. And they've changed that a bit. In fact, one of the comments was a lot of female lead roles lately are almost becoming more masculine, which is fascinating. Hmm. So just food for thought. Yeah, that all makes perfect sense. And it seems to me now that I have more context about the situation that Brie herself may have a bit of an oversensitivity to that issue, to that social issue, sure. which is why she said the things she said and yeah. continues to try and dig herself out of our hole so yeah. but that being said so yes i think the actress screwed up on on social media uh sure. she's human that being said though i don't think to have that keep you from wanting to see the movie or liking the movie i think you're missing out i think that it's if you're one of those people who lets stuff like that affect whether you want to go see something or not unless it's really egregious i think that you're keeping yourself from experiencing something that might be really fun so no, i agree with you and truthfully People say stupid things and make mistakes and we're all immature. We all do things like that. And you know what? I don't care. You know, I'm going to go see the movie. It's a Marvel movie. I want to see it anyway. I, I enjoyed it. That's why I saw it. If she were to stand by that comment, which she didn't, she backpedaled. That could have been her, you know, publicity yeah. agent. Who knows? Regardless, if she were somebody who was like, I hate white males, which she's not <laughs> saying that. But if she were to say that. I'd still see the movie because of Marvel, but I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm not supporting Brie, but she didn't say that. So whatever, yeah. you know, and, and again, people have, people have just spread these lies and that bothers me too. The trolls bother me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it comes Death down to, to the trolls. Everybody really, honestly, everybody, including Brie needs to shut the, you know what up and just <laughs> start respecting each other. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's my theory, but all sides. So, all sides. Yeah. Overall, I'm glad you liked the movie. I know Martin the Flash liked the movie. I yes. think it just comes down to keep your expectations low and go and have fun, enjoy the movie, and don't think about the story continuity too much. And for those of you who don't even know, you're, you're probably going to be like, well, this is great. Yeah, like me. If you're, if you're like me and don't know where that continuity issue is, and I'm yeah. not going to look it up either. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. That's all I got to sure. say. Now, I will say this because this question will come up. Do I need to see Captain Marvel in order to see Avengers Endgame? No. You no don't. Not really. Nope. It would help. 
because it's a good mm. origin story of that character. And that is the last, the device that Fury uses at the end of, of Infinity War. You'll better know what's going to happen and where that came from and all that stuff. So it's not necessary in my opinion, but it is helpful. Really great way of putting it. I like it. You mentioned the origin story and I totally forgot about this. I actually loved how they did the origin story. To me, it was one of the more unique ways that I've ever seen an origin story done. And so Mm. for that, I loved it. And everybody knows it takes place in the 90s. That's no spoiler. That was also extremely well done. So there were, again, there was a lot to like about it. So it's worth seeing for sure. How could I forget the soundtrack? Why didn't I? That should have been the second thing I mentioned in my little blurb. The second thing I should have mentioned, if you rewind and go back to past future Tony, past future Captain Influence, that's what I should have said. The soundtrack was magnificent. Yeah. If you were, if you lived in the 90s and you liked popular music at that time, that wasn't country. And we sound so anti-country on this show. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're really Death not. country music. You, you can, you're, you're totally included if you like country music. In fact, yeah, we're, totally. we're surrounded by everyone who likes country music. It's all good. But it doesn't have any country music in the soundtrack. It's all a bunch of grunge and, and 90s pop and just really good. I mean, every time a song came on, uh, my wife and I were bobbing our heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it was fun. It so was actually, good. a lot of the theater goers around us were too. They were singing along. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And they weren't necessarily you know like growing up in the 90s these were younger people too so i was surprised how much they knew the music it was fun well and the cool awesome totally rad t-shirt that the actress wore through at least half of the movie oh man i knew a lot of people that wore that shirt i did i had that shirt well it wasn't that color but i had that shirt yeah oh man all right well there you go go see it for yourself now you can end this transmission with the chrono thingies and i can have my eyes open and my mouth shut that's right. Okay, so we are going to relinquish our control and we're going to send you back to March 22nd of 2019. So I have watched up through, on the Orville, by the way, Identity 1 and Identity 2. So that's been a couple weeks now. I've watched through those. Oh my gosh. Those two episodes were like some of the most epic Star Trek ever. It was really, really, really well done. They could have done better on a couple things, but let's just say it was extremely epic, amazing sci-fi. So if you're watching Orville, those two episodes were fantastic. Holy cow. So good. How's Discovery doing? I've not kept up. And speaking of Orville, Discovery season two has just continued to be amazing. Great. Every episode to me has been wonderful. I think they're they're going in a really good direction. The filming style is, is much... Almost more, I hate to say it, J.J. Abrams like, uh, but I've never had a huge problem with his filming style. I always had a problem with Abrams' storytelling. He's, he's one of those kings of plot holes. So season two of Discovery has been, just the look of it has been much more polished and you know almost uh, cinematic than before. So I, I highly recommend it cool. again. Uh, it's still going strong for me. So good. Love it, man. Love it. Well, I will watch it. I've been, I think I was just not, I think I was doing too much sci-fi for a while. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm just going to keep watching Orville. That's fun. But I really got into the umbrella Academy, which I talked about a couple weeks ago, but that Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. Almost done. I'm actually on the last episode now that I think about it. Is that a standalone season? Are they going to have another season or I don't know yet. Okay. No idea. But it's really, really good, but it is so different. It's nothing like I've really seen before. You know, it kind of has these weird moments and you're like, what the heck is going on? And then I come back and I go, I actually kind of appreciated that because it was different. But okay. it's it's good. It's definitely worth watching for sure. It's got extremely slow moments and you're going, where are they going with this? And then it's got some really epic moments and then you're just not, you know, I, it's weird, but it's good if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's worth it. Doom Patrol, I'm still, I actually have not, I think I've only watched the first two episodes, but I still liked those. And I know a lot of people said, well, that looked really stupid. It's not, it's different, but it's not (laughs) stupid. So I don't know. Check it out. See if you like it. Now, speaking of DC shows arrow, and this is a little old now, it's a couple weeks old, but it did announce that it was going to end. The series will wrap up next season, which is season eight with 10 episodes. And then that'll be it, which is um, a little surprising for me. But I guess Stephen Amell was talking about at one point 
I think he went to Greg Berlanti and said, you know, I, I think I'm going to actually step out. So find a way to write me out of the show essentially. And then that's when they decided to go ahead and end it. So that was interesting to me. I wonder why, you know, you always want to wonder like, why is an actor step, you know, the main actor of all people, <laughs> the arrow, why is he stepping out of the show? Is it because they've, they've pretty much told their story? You know, is it something else? Yeah. I don't know. So it's, got, uh, and every it, show has to end sometime and maybe he feels like that he's just done. I mean, yeah. you got to respect that when an actor or actress at some point says, you know, I've had a good run on this show. I'm going to move on to other things. Yeah, for I'm sure. done with this. Keep going if you want, but I'm done with it. And it makes sense for them to end it when he does. So, you know, it's really weird though. And I kind of understand this though, as I did see somebody write, you know, that one of the articles, there was someone writing about how arrow is old now. And I thought old, 2012 is old. Yeah. Okay. 2012 is old. (laughs) And so they're saying, you know, we need to make way for the quote new generation of DC shows. And I'm like, dude, that's only been six years. Well, I guess we're going on seven now, but holy cow. So that just seems so weird to me that after seven years, it's old. Wow. Okay. But to be fair, arrow started at all. I mean, like we would not have Titans. We wouldn't have umbrella Academy. We wouldn't have really any of the Marvel shows that are on Netflix, we'd have none of the DC shows. None of that stuff would have happened if it weren't for Arrow because Arrow started it all in 2012. It was the first time that someone did a great superhero show minus Smallville. I was going to say, I was, I was about to say, what about Smallville? Arrow seems to me like, a, like it took on the structure that shows like Smallville started no. way before. Now, Smallville was kind of its, it it was a standalone thing because you had all the cheesy superhero shows of the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. And then Smallville was 2001. But to me, that it never spawned forth anything. That was a problem. It was a great show, but nothing came from it. And then, you know, it ended in 2011 and then Arrow came out in 2012, but it took on the Dark Knight kind of feel from the Dark, you know, from the Batman Dark Knight series. Okay. the, The three movies. And then kind of spawned forth all of that, which was, I see. you know, but you know, it, it, yeah. Cause I think shoot, there were so many standalone Marvel movies. There were so many standalone DC shows and now they're doing the whole, let's connect everything, which is really cool. So it is yeah. interesting. I don't disagree with them for ending the show because of the fact you said it, you know, if, if we're done end on a good note, let's end, yeah. you know, people wanting more rather than, drive it into the ground and people are like, Oh my gosh, when is this show going to ever end? You know, we don't want to do that. Right. So I'm not opposed to it, but I wonder what's going to happen because it affects flash and Supergirl and all those other shows. But I don't know now that they're doing Titans and doom patrol, maybe they're going to start focusing more on that kind of style, which is the, the more mature style. I don't know. More like the Marvel. We'll see what happens. So I will share one little last thing here. I think this goes nicely with what we were talking about with captain Marvel. And I've heard some criticism from various people. And so this is a challenge for those of you dealing with the Captain Marvel thing, but I think this is also an encouragement and a challenge and an empowerment for each of us in life in general. And I, somebody, I think the mayor sent this quote out and I was like, this is a great quote. I'm going to, I'm going to share this on the show. It's by William A. Ward. Before you speak, listen, before you write, think, before you spend, earn, before you invest, investigate before you criticize wait before you pray forgive before you quit try before you retire save and before you die give i love that quote i I love that quote that's a really good quote dude yeah wise words for all of us regardless of who we are yes yes good yeah we will make sure that that is in the show notes written out so you can read it, copy it, share it, whatever, do whatever you want with it. But think about that. That's Facebook it. it. Yeah. You can Facebook it. You can social media it. <laughs> you can put it out on the Instagrams and the Snapchats. <laughs> no, that's one of those quotes that the more I read it, I'm like, dude, I don't do that all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to. That's the point. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it reminds us that we, we are a little, sometimes a little too off the cuff. Yeah, for sure. We interact with each other. So, well, speaking of good quotes, I feel like there's a, there's one more great quote that we need to leave you with before we wrap up today. Deep thoughts with captain influence. Who says there aren't enough hours in the day? 
If I close my eyes and concentrate real hard, I can stretch a day out forever. Seriously, just try it someday. After a few hours, you'll wish you hadn't, and you'll never think the day is too short again. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We have had fun. I had a good fun. time. Did you have a good time? I always have a good time here. That's good, man. I appreciate Without it. Without fail. Well, that's good. See, that's the whole point. It's supposed to yeah. be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining, and you're supposed to laugh. You're supposed to cry. You're sp- Well, I do love bringing tears of pain to people. That is a <laughs> joyful moment, actually. You see someone cry, and they're in pain, and I'm just Joyful tears of pain. Just laughing, yeah. You know, you're so happy. It hurts. I know. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> in pain, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, that is really twisted. Yeah. That is really twisted. I put out, so because of the member berries, I put a little picture on Instagram as a throwback when Miss Ice was visiting us and we were up in Rocky Mountain National Park. And I said, remember when you fell off the mountain and instead of helping you, I took a picture instead? Wait, wait, you got to say it like member berries. Remember when you fell off the mountain and I took a picture instead? Remember when you fell off the mountain and I took a picture instead of helping you? Remember that? Remember? Remember Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, remember. remember the I remember. I remember. <laughs> Uh, you know what the music means. Uh, I remember what the music means. <laughs> remember what the music means? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Hey, have a great rest of your week. Make sure to go read the show notes. Give Scarlet Synapse some love. Believe me, sure stuff is awesome. You've got to read it. It's very And don't forget the real. mashup at the end of the credits. Oh, yeah. So good. Thanks for joining us. Awesome week. Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com. Well, speaking of good quotes, you know, I like to find solo music sometimes. Remember when you fell off the mountain and I had to take a picture instead? Remember when you fell off the mountain and I took a picture instead of helping you? Remember that? Remember? Remember Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, I remember. Remember the I Death remember. Star? I remember. Hush, hush. I remember. Perfect. It's a rain song. Oak. There's your throwback song of the week. Who wouldn't be scared after they listen to that? It's more of a mashed March Madness. I like the Ada. People like to cut corners nowadays. Well, you would know better than anyone. I mean, probably scared the pants off of them. Uh, uh, that is really twisted. We'd rather have one of you do it. Which seems crazy to me. It's just one of those weird cultural phenomenon that I've just never sat in front of. You know what I mean? I do love bringing tears of pain to people. Just sounds like it. But it doesn't make sense to me. I guarantee I'd like it. Do it. Have fun. Just try it someday. Lame, man. You're waiting for the dust to settle. Yeah, so I'm going to say there's no life without music. To which they may take offense. Who knows? Kind of annoying, actually. Nor do I care. I think it would be a little dated. <laughs>